0: Hello, and welcome to Thing of the Week, a podcast where two nerds talk about their most recent obsessions. I'm Nick, (laughs) and
1: I'm Luke, and you can find us every Monday at noon central time on Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify,
0: and Copy RSS, my man. We are getting so good at this. So what's happening, Nick? How's your week? Uh, it's been pretty good. Pretty good. Um, I just found out that after Thanksgiving, my my shift is going to change again. Okay. Um, so I guess you know this, but for anybody who doesn't know this, I work at a I work at a public school. Mm-hmm. And so with the um, in Illinois, and so if you're following the news in Illinois. And I know you are, um yeah, you know what's imminent, right there's gonna mm-hmm. looks like we're gonna be going into another shutdown, mm-hmm. uh, and that means the school's probably gonna be closing again, mm-hmm. uh and for a while, I was a little bit worried that I was gonna get laid off, um because I didn't know what was gonna happen, but so far, it sounds like their plan is that they're gonna move us all to day shift um, okay and keep us working, which I'm grateful for. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it'll be social distance working and all of that, but that's fine. I'm used to working by myself. Um, yeah, I'm just really glad I'm not getting laid off. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I've had, I've had a pretty good week of uh, finding, finding that out. And, um,
1: yeah, that, that's awesome. Definitely not the worst case scenario. Yeah, for sure. definitely.
0: Definitely. Well, see the last time we shut down, it it was so sudden that they just went ahead and paid us our hourly wage for the yeah. six weeks that we were off. Um but since there was a little bit more time to prepare they we were a little bit worried that they were gonna furlough or, or do a layoffs or something. So, you know, I'm pretty happy with this. And yeah, like, you know, I'm always happy to go back to stripping floors. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> So So that'll be fun.
1: Awesome. So so things are going all right. Things are going pretty good.
0: good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Oh yeah. Okay. Um yeah. Got some other kind of more, more personal things that have been going pretty good um, lately, just sort of in terms of, of the um, finally getting used to and learning to enjoy being single. Um, yeah. So, you know, but that's something you and I could talk about off mic sometime, you know. Yeah. I don't want to get too personal yeah. with it, but you know
1: no we only to get just personal enough to make people feel uncomfortable uh, and maybe regret listening to us just a little bit just but, a little bit yeah but not cross that line where they don't download the next episode
0: see i i kind of like playing this sort of line now where like some of the things i say on this show i've dropped a few hits but like i wonder because i and i wonder about this in my in my day-to-day life mm-hmm. about like i wonder what people's read of me is Because I, I, you know, I don't know, I say some pretty gay things, (laughs) and I wonder sometimes how much of myself I'm giving away, but... uh, Who can say? Who can say? Well, you brought up Jason Momoa one time, so I blame you for that.
1: And uh, Jason Momoa's probably brought up a couple people, too.
0: (sighs) Yeah. If you you know what I mean. Uh, I do. I know exactly what you mean. South of the border. Yeah. No. I watched season one of Game of Thrones. Twice. I watched his scenes a few times. Anyway, uh, (laughs) there's that line. We found the line. So how's your week, Ben? There it is. Uh, Not too bad. Not too bad. Um,
1: uh, I've been playing some PS5. I beat uh, Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Cool. It was a good game. Um, I tried playing the new Call of Duty game, but that is just endlessly infuriating. Uh, uh, Anyone who's tried to play it probably uh, understands. I I don't like play multiplayer games really, but right. I, I still kind of dig the, the single player uh, component of Call of Duty. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try my best to recap this, but what happened was I put the disc in the console and then it installs the disc. Mm-hmm. Uh, and well, actually, the first thing it does is it says, which part do you want to install first? Do you want to install the multiplayer, the zombies mode, or the, the dead ops arcade, I think it's called? Okay. Okay. And I was like, I don't want to play any of those, but if I got to pick one, I guess zombies, sure. So sure. I, I install zombies, uh, and then it uh, it installs zombies, and I go in there and I try to pick the campaign or at least like opt to like install the campaign, and there's nothing. It just it won't let me install the campaign. It 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 there's no button to install it. There's just a little lock icon, so I can't play the campaign. That's so obnoxious. Uh, yeah. So I'm like, like, uh, okay, maybe there's an update, and uh, uh, or I, I don't know, maybe like, maybe the campaign is like, like a DLC or something. I don't right. know. Uh, so it turns out that I had to, I had to download like the day one patch in order oh, to play the campaign. God. Of
0: course. Yeah,
1: it's a 54 gigabyte day one patch. You know, to play the campaign.
0: That reminds me of of, and this is going to su- probably not surprise you, um, of I got into an argument on Reddit last week and this is this is at this point this is a hobby of mine Um, yeah but anyway it was about and and i know that i have the the kind of more unpopular opinion on this i i i hate i hate buying physical games i hate it okay um they take up so much space and i'm just i'm not a i'm not a person that likes clutter you know although you okay you can look around my bedroom right now and see that it is entirely clutter but that's just you know anyway okay um uh and so you know but the argument that i've that i've heard a lot about like you know physical games versus digital games is that like when you buy a physical game like that you you own the disc and if the storefronts go down or something you still have access to that game but Mm -hmm. really not anymore right like because you just bought that game and you installed the entire thing you downloaded everything that I would have downloaded if I had bought the game on a digital storefront. Mm-hmm. And so if that storefront goes down, you don't get to play that game either. Exactly. So, like, uh, that like, argument to me doesn't hold a lot of water. And I cannot, I, I, will respect the arguments of, like, people want to have a tangible thing to collect. People like having a shelf mm-hmm. full of things. I love having a bookshelf. I get it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I just, you know, the argument of, like, preservation is not really there anymore for physical games as far as I'm concerned.
1: Yeah, for for a lot of them it still is, but in this case it definitely is not cuz yeah. I needed to download I needed to download 254 gigabyte day one patches right. in order to yeah. get the campaign running. Yep. And so <laughs> my story games. wasn't even done. Oh geez. it, it was. Okay. Yeah, my story wasn't even done yet. So I install these 250 gigabyte day one patches. I I play uh, the first mission of the campaign. And I'm like, all right, you know, this is fine. It's Call of Duty. Right. And I get to the part where you can pick the second mission. There's, like... So you play the first mission. It's kind of like a tutorial mission. And yeah. then you go to, like, this safe house thing. And then there's, like, this board on the wall where uh you know it's got like the string and the thumbtacks and a map oh yeah and then like you go up to it you interact with it and then it lets you pick the next mission or you can replay a previous mission i go to pick the next mission and it says this mission is not installed oh my go back to the main menu to install it it's like fuck you Uh, so i go back to the main menu there's nothing prompting me to install it i go i leave the game close it i uninstall the entire campaign Try to restart the game so it'll like reinstall it. And I just get an error code. And I'm like, fuck this game. I'm done. I'm going to play Shadow of the Colossus instead. Jesus Christ. Yes. Easily the worst experience I've had trying to get a game up and running.
0: That's infuriating. What did you do to your wrist? Did I not tell you about this last week? You may have. But I don't remember. I'm going to be honest. Normally, when we do one of these podcasts, I usually forget the majority of what we talked about as soon as we hit stop recording.
1: Oh yeah. Well, also, I, uh, I yeah, I usually keep my hands below the table. good yeah. Reasons. Well, yeah, you're playing with wink. Your, playing with your penis. Playing with my penis. Yep. Um, I'm just going to but... loop that for an hour. <laughs> playing with my penis. Yep. Playing with my penis. Playing with my penis. Then slip one. Playing with my balls. And then back to playing yeah. with my penis. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't neglect the balls. Don't neglect the balls. No, you never neglect the balls. No, too many people forget.
1: Yeah. You gotta play with the balls. Yeah. But don't... Not too hard. Not too, no, not
0: too hard. A little hard. Yeah. But not too hard. A little hard. Not too hard. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, what'd you do to your wrist? Anyway, my wrist. <laughs> um, this is the gayest episode of this podcast so far. and that's not saying a lot. So far. Yeah. Wait till June. That...
1: That is a. a tall Pride, mountain to climb. Wait
0: till Pride Month.
1: <laughs> There's a tall mountain to climb, and I got my uh, my climbing gear. <clears throat> um. Anyway, my wrist. Uh, yeah. I uh, just kind of keeping the story vague. I uh, I had a a, a moment <gasps> oh, of. Oh,
0: uh, I remember now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a moment of uh, frustration, yes. and I uh, I slammed my my fist on the. On my countertops, which yep. are like quartz or something yep. like that. And it uh, uh, turns out that quartz is harder than my wrist. Yeah, yeah so yeah, just, just a uh, tiny bit, just a tiny bit. Yeah, I, I was in pain for a couple of days, and I was uh, I was talking to my my coworker, and he's like, yeah, so I, I hurt my, my hand like a couple of years back, uh, like he's like playing soccer or something like that, and he said that he didn't like, he didn't treat it, he didn't like take care of it, he didn't rest it, ice it, elevate it, anything like that. And it took about a year for Holy it to crap. feel normal again. Yeah. So I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn from your mistakes. You're right. I'm and, gonna uh, not
0: do what you did, right? So.
1: Yeah. So uh, wrist brace. Yeah. So for the last week, I've been uh, doing my my best uh, uh, World of
0: Warcraft guy from South Park cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. I like it. I like it. So, um, you gave me a really good segue. Before I got distracted with your um, with your wrist brace, because uh, you mentioned that you were playing Shadow of Col- Shadow of the Colossus. Yes. Um, now that's a that's an older game. Two thousand five. Two thousand. Wow, really? It's that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, I didn't realize it was that old. Holy crap! So yeah. I don't know. That kind of when when I heard about that, I kind of gave me the idea to talk about today that um, about games that like that games or maybe I don't know maybe other pieces of media too that like we're highly revered that maybe we slept on for a decade and yeah. a half um yeah. my, my example of that is and and as much as i railed against it and i hate to admit that yes i i am i am a hypocrite and i did go ahead and i bought the super mario 3d all-stars uh <laughs> thing mainly mainly i bought it so my my nephews could play some of those older games but also it's like okay i i've been playing through odyssey and having so much fun with it and i'm like okay i'm gonna I'm gonna get this and um so so my my thing is that like i never really gave super mario galaxy a fair mm-hmm. shot back in the day um okay i feel like because it was on the wii And because it featured any amount of motion controls, at that time I was way too cynical to ever really give it a proper chance. Okay. So one of my things that I'm going to be doing over the next week is starting to play through Super Mario Galaxy on the Switch. Partially because I want to see if I actually... People love this game. And so part of me is kind of thinking, okay, well, there's something there. And I should check it out kind of thing. And the other part of me is like, I want to kind of like, well, I want to be able to change my mind. I want to maybe pro- see mm-hmm. if I prove myself wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But either way, like you know, this this, yeah. this kind of notion of playing playing through games that are 15 year, you know, or so years old. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how are you enjoying Shadow of the Colossus? Because I've never actually played it. Uh, so I'll preface this by
1: saying that uh, I've known. For a long time, like since this game was still relevant, that it was like one of the best games ever made. Right. Uh, And my assumption has always been that uh, I've I've also heard things like the controls are a little wonky and stuff and they don't really hold up to like modern day gaming standards. Um, So my assumption has always kind of been that I'm just like never going to really appreciate this game for what it was back in 2005. Right. On the PS2.
0: Right. Well, yeah, Uh, because that context isn't there now
1: yeah yeah uh cuz you know the like other games have done the things that uh Shadow of the Colossus kind of like like made prevalent sure um and it's kind of like that Seinfeld is unfunny theory have okay. you have you heard
0: that I don't think I have
1: okay well it's the idea that people who watched Seinfeld back in the 90s love it they think it's one of the greatest shows ever but people who watched Seinfeld for the first time you know after like 2010 or something uh they they don't get it right and it's because so many other sitcoms have taken the ideas that seinfeld revolutionized and just done them to death right so uh listen listen to me talking about the seinfeld like it's fucking uh schindler's list or uh, <laughs> uh citizen kane
0: well i mean it is an important cultural touchstone i mean it just because it's a comedy mm-hmm. I, th- I i i think that we have a tendency to devalue comedy in in what it yeah can do, what it can do but you know so but yeah i know <laughs> seinfeld uh, is an academic source I, I can appreciate that
1: yeah for sure yeah um but uh shadow of the colossus right. so I uh I gave up on Call of Duty and I was uh I was sitting in the room with Mel and she's like, Do you wanna play something together? And I said, Sure, let's look for something to play together and I'm kinda of poking through the PlayStation store and I see the Shadow of the Colossus is on sale for like ten dollars or something, like okay. the PS four remake yeah. of Shadow of the Colossus. So not the original one, but you know, the like right. HD one. Right. Um and I was like, Oh shit, this is like the perfect game for us to like play together. Like, you know, I'll I'll play a boss and then I'll hand it off to you and you play a boss, and we watch each other and we yeah, you know. We experienced this together. Uh, she immediately fell asleep. So. By the way,
0: for before you go any further, that's fucking adorable. <laughs> I'll play a boss, and then she... That's fucking adorable. You two are adorable. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Carry on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it,
1: it's funny. We've we've done that for a long time, and um, usually, a lot of the time, it's like like when we play The Last of Us together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I play pretty much the whole game, and she watched and she took in the story. Yep. Uh, but sometimes we'll play like 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 we played Mario sixty four together. Yeah. And I suck at three D Mario games. Yeah. She's not half bad. So, okay. So like I would play for a little bit and I would die, and then she'd be like, "Give me that," and then she just get rid- like just just scamper right past the part that like oh yeah just on un- the unyieldingly difficult part for me, and then she'd just make it look easy. I think anyway.
0: that that is indicative right there, what you just described is indicative. Of a good marriage Hmm. because you're playing to each other's strengths that's true you know uh so okay so you know okay yeah i mean you're talking about video games sure but like okay you're not so good at this type of game but your wife happens to be so let her kind of pick up the slack on that one and then you'll pick up the slack on a different game and i don't know that's a i don't know a nice little microcosm Hmm. of what a good marriage is so yeah, I yeah. like that. I like yeah. that analysis. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. You I'm going to remember that. You should hang on to that one. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well. I'm playing with my
0: penis. While you're playing with Oh god. I'm playing with my balls. You're getting the, um, you're getting a pedicure today, aren't you?
1: Yes. No. Yes. yes. Yes, pedicure. I couldn't remember which one was pedicure, which one was manicure. Feet.
0: Pedicure's feet.
1: Pedicure's feet. Yes.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, don't play with your yeah. don't play with your penis while you're getting your pedicure. They don't like and, that. And don't
1: and don't poop the chair.
0: Don't definitely don't poop the chair. That's a reference to a text conversation that we had.
1: Yeah, so it doesn't really make sense for me to bring it up during the podcast.
0: No, but I'm going to explain it anyway, um, because you know why not? Um, every single time. Well, so of course, Luke, you know this, but every time Luke, yeah, we we schedule our when we're going to record this podcast. Occasionally, Luke over here will say something like, okay, uh, well, we need to be done by like three, or we need to be done by like four, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And every time he says that, my response is, do you got a big dump planned? <laughs> and this time, it was a pedicure. Uh, so I warned him against pooping in the pedicure chair, because they don't yep. like that. And they'll probably kick your wife out, too. And she probably wouldn't like that very much.
1: Probably. Um, kind of not fair to her. If I poop the chair, <laughs> she gets kicked out, too. I know,
0: but... right? And I, it's like... Isn't it her birthday?
1: Uh, yesterday was her birthday, okay. but, you know, she was an only child, so
0: she gets a birth week. Oh, naturally. Um, naturally. We'll tell her I said happy birthday. No, I will. Cool. Um, so anyway, back to uh, Shadow of the Colossus. You and your wife are playing it together.
1: Um, uh, yeah, just one quick aside real quick. Sure. Sometimes I actually do have to take a giant dump after uh, we wrap up the podcast. Oh, so, I, almost, like, I almost
0: every week I do
1: yeah so yeah. there's merit to you asking me if oh, i yeah. got a big dump scheduled fair fair <laughs> i wish i could schedule them actually i know right uh, god wouldn't uh, that be nice yeah no it's like it sometimes you know i wake up and like i'll just i'll be like i'm all right i'm gonna squeeze one out pinch mm-hmm. off a loaf you know. hop in the shower go on, go on about my day yep uh but you know i just kind of sit on the toilet for a couple of minutes i'm like nothing's gonna happen nothing's happening yeah, and then, so and then, hop, in, hop in the shower, have my morning coffee, and then I'm at work at like 10, 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. There it is. I'm like, damn it! Like, damn you man. where where were you three hours ago? Yep. Before I took a shower?
0: Right now I got to oh, fuck. I got to practically start the day all over again. Yeah,
1: but yeah. you can't because you're already at work. So yep. you got to like you know, and no matter how much you wipe, it's never the same as no. taking a shower. You no, know? so you're kind of like you're you're festering in your own filth all day. Yep. And oh yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's depending it's, on
0: how much coffee you drank before work oh god you might have left a you might have left some some biological warfare uh, yeah in the office oh for sure so, you know it's
1: yeah it's just i i really wish that i could like 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 send my my shits a calendly link and just say like hey at, you know yep 7 30 in the morning let's 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 go let's do this
0: yeah, yeah, no. You know, I, I I got other shit to do. I got I got other shit to do. I need to get this shit. I got out, so I, gotta I got to do this shit, shit. and the, so I got to yep. do this shit so I can do this other shit. Oh, uh
1: man. so yeah, shadow of the classes.
0: God, this is the weirdest <clears throat> fucking episode.
1: Yeah, we might actually get through an entire like thought uh by the end. Maybe. Um But yeah, so uh the game, it's it's actually really good. Yeah. Uh, the The controls are definitely a little dated. Like you know, nowadays you play like an Uncharted game or something like that, and you know, you you jump like across like a, 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 a like from like you jump across like a gap, like from one like cliffside to another cliffside. Yeah. And uh, like Nathan Drake will automatically grab the thing, and then you just kind of like press up on the the joystick, and he'll climb up, and it's it's super easy, super intuitive. Yep. But games back then, like you know, you you had to like run and then press the jump button. And then you have to you have to hold down the trigger in order to grab, and if you don't grab, okay. you just fall. Yeah. Um, and there's a little bit of logic to that. Like you you got to make him like if you're climbing on a monster with like fur, you press the trigger and he'll cling to the fur, and if you don't, then you know he'll like he can get shaken off. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so the the game is basically just like these. These 16 bosses... I was trying to do 16 on my hands, but I don't have enough fingers. Yeah, you don't got enough fingers. Um, no. <laughs> I think I held up a, a 6. You did. Uh, uh, where? How much is teen? 6? Six, 16. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Um, but yeah, it. I really like it because it kind of reminds me of, like, if you took a classic Zelda game like Ocarina of Time and just did like the good parts minus the dungeons of course. The dungeons yeah. are awesome, but like yeah. if you just take like going to the dungeon and then fighting the boss. And yeah. that's that's all of Shadow of the Colossus and you just do that 16 times. Okay. Um and I haven't beaten it yet. I don't know what the end game looks like, but I assume it's just, you know, like hey, you did it. You beat all 16 bosses. Right. right. Uh, but it's 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 really cool. I I like it a lot and uh, you know, just thinking about how uh, like, there's there's a narrative here, but there's very little dialogue. And there's this beautiful world that's... It's it's sparse, and there's nothing in it, but it still feels like... Uh, it evokes emotion. And... Yeah, it's... I, I can kind of see why people love this game so much back in 2005. Right. And aside from the kind of wonky controls and the camera uh i do think that it holds up really well especially if you play the ps4 remastered version.
0: right right oh yeah
1: i just said i just just said virgin instead of version
0: nice 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 uh there are some really weird sexual undertones in this episode and i'm not i'm not entirely sure what that means
1: we also talked about shitting so
0: yeah that's true a lot of time. I I'm things. just gonna
1: file it under like just
0: general degeneracy. I can appreciate that. I can mm-hmm. appreciate that. Oh yeah. Cool. Well, I'm glad uh, that I'm glad that you're I have always kind of been curious about Shadow of the Colossus. Now the the thing is like I've never well no, I did have a PS three. But I never played it back then so and, and uh and you know I <laughs> never had any anything that um like had the remake on it or whatever, so I never actually mm-hmm. got a chance to play it. But I was always curious about it just because I thought it looked really, really cool and it looked really pretty. And like, it yeah. did. It did. Like every every all the footage I've seen of that game, it does look like the world is fairly empty. But like, mm-hmm. not. It definitely it is. Doesn't doesn't look bad though necessarily. Mm-hmm. It kind of feels like when I watch people play that game, that it's sort of a... The world is is relatively sparse and empty until you stumble across something that's just so utterly massive that it kind of, like... I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think there's an interesting kind of, like, dichotomy between, like, this empty world and these, you know, crazy bosses that, you know... I kind of like that sort of... um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. So... One of these days I'll probably play that one, but I still got, I got to, I got to start playing Mario Galaxy. Um, unfortunately, I haven't played any of it yet, so I don't have anything to report on it. Um, oh,
1: I was, I was going to ask you uh, about, you know, your, your thoughts compared to like your initial impressions from, you know, 10 years ago or, I guess yeah, I, I, I I, so you don't have anything it, to report.
0: Yeah, I, I played through a little bit of Mario Sunshine and that's because I knew I already liked that game. Okay. Um, and, you know obviously i played a little bit of mario 64 but i you know mario 64 is one of those games that mm-hmm. i don't know about you but i've played through that game so many damn times at this point that it's like yeah you played through the first couple of stars and it's like yeah okay all right i get it <laughs> uh, yeah
1: you, you know like we i'm sure this goes for both of us but we, we probably played this game to death like yeah probably half a dozen times on the n64 alone at back least. in you know like the late 90s yep uh, and then you know, it comes out on the Wii virtual console and right. then you play it like two or three more times uh-huh. and then it's
0: And then there uh, was the D S version.
1: And then there's the D S port, you play that one, you know, at least once. At and... least.
0: I mean if you can get around the D pad issue. Mm-hmm. That was the only thing about the, the only problem with the D S version yeah. is the D pad. But you know mm-hmm. what I'll say is that um <clears throat> I um I have an extra three D S and I went ahead and did some jiggery pokery to it. I, mm-hmm. I, I put a homebrew launcher on there. Um, okay. And I... We won't get into the details of how I came across a Mario 64 DS ROM.
1: <clears throat> Legitimately, I'm sure.
0: Definitely. I do own it, so... Mm-hmm. Anyway. um, And I played it for a little while on my 3DS with the circle pad. Mm-hmm. And it's infinitely better. Nice. So, um, so you know, there there are options. I think it's it's perfectly playable with a, with the with the circle pad too. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it is one of those games. It's it's kind of like like Super Mario the All Stars games, like the Super Mario yeah. Brothers one, two, and three, mm-hmm. where it's like you know, especially with Super Mario Brothers three. That's such a great game. It's one of the greatest games of all time. But I've played through that game a lot, yeah, uh, to the point where it's like, even the fun of just seeing how quickly I can get through it has sort of started to wear itself thin. Um, yeah. But that doesn't mean that I can't recognize how revolutionary that game was, and especially Mario sixty four. Um. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah. I don't remember where I was going with that. But I'm looking forward to trying Galaxy, so I'll I'll get back to you on, on how I how I think how I feel about that. Yeah,
1: I, I distinctly remember having a lot of fun with Galaxy. I never beat it, okay. Uh, but uh, they they did the controls in a way that I think was uh, complementary complementary to the the Wii and its you know control uh, scheme. Yeah, um, with the motion controls and everything. Uh, you know, I don't I don't feel like Mario has I don't feel like a Mario game has like revolutionized the way that we play games since Mario 64. No, I, it's I'd always see right. like Yeah. You know, it's always kind of the same like it's the same core like game principles. Yeah. Uh, you know, 3D platforming, but they'll say like this time you can shoot water. This yeah. time you 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 got a hat.
0: Yeah. And right, you throw yeah. the hat. It's um, really the bread and butter of a Mario game is like really super solid platforming and tight controls. Yeah. Plus some new gimmick to try out, you know. Yeah. Whether and clever
1: and and a uh, solid level design.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, yeah, solid le- that's actually something that that I think is underrated in in platformers a lot. Mm-hmm. Cuz people tend to focus on the physics of a of a good platformer, and that is really important, you know, to get the physics yeah. and the gravity right. But, the, but if you don't have level design that's built around the physics of your game, I mean, that's really kind of where the whole thing mm-hmm. becomes a cohesive thing. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of really, really great side-scrolling platformers for DOS in the 90s. Okay. Um, my favorite of them is Commander Keen, but like there was the, the first two Duke Nukem games were through, uh, side-scrolling platformers. There was games like Jill of the Jungle. Um, there was a couple other ones I can't think of them off the top of my head, mm-hmm. and a lot of them were pretty good, except they suffered from the problem of the level design and the game design did not really match up. Okay, and you wind up with some really frustrating platforming. Of where, like, you know, maybe something is just a hair too far for the maximum jump or, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. So Mario's always been really solid in that, too, in, in making sure that the, the level design and the physics work together. Um, yeah. So you never really feel like, in a good game like that, you really should never feel like you're fighting against the game engine to, to beat a level. Yeah. Um, you should almost feel like you're getting away with something. But that's what I mean. That's at least for Mario games, anyway. Um.
1: Interesting. I uh, I've always felt like the best Mario games, um, and I felt like this with uh, with Mario Odyssey. The best Mario games were the ones that uh, they give you like this this path to completion, like right. this this fairly straightforward, like not particularly challenging. Uh, uh, path from the beginning of the game to the end credits. Yeah, uh, but you can always go back, and mm-hmm. there's like you know more stars to collect yeah. or more more you know collectibles or moons whatever. Or yeah, yeah, whatever, moons, whatever, whatever it is in that, that particular game. Exactly. Yeah, um, and you know they're optional, but it gives you so much more content to uh, collect, oh, yeah. and it uh, it gives you. It gives you more of a challenge if you know
0: you're actually good at video games, unlike myself. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, well, and I think that's kind of with Odyssey, especially. I found because watching my nephew play through that game, on he's he's awfully young and he's playing through it on guided mode, which mm-hmm. you know is good for him because you know again he's he's young, but uh yeah, but it's interesting to see. That, like, my approach to that game is entirely different than his. Like, his, his approach is similar, similar to what you were describing, where it's like there's this, there's this path that's laid out for you in any given mm-hmm. level. And you follow the path, and it's, like you said, it's rel- not overly challenging, and you're going to get yeah. to where you, you need to go. You
1: jump the gaps, you jump, you stomp on the monsters, and then yeah. you...
0: then you get the thing. You get um, the thing, and then you go to the next level. Exactly. Whereas my play style is that I will try to do everything I can on my way to the goal mm-hmm. uh, to the point where I wind up getting distracted and sometimes I will not make it to the goal because yeah. I got distracted by something else. And it's kind of interesting to see the different play styles there. Um, but that's also unsurprising with how much I loved Breath of the Wild, which I am also I also started another playthrough of. God, I am a mess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because like I am a, I'm I'm very easily distracted uh, in games like that, and I'm like, oh shiny thing, I'm gonna go look at that now, and oh what's that pipe, and then I'm all of a sudden now I'm down this crazy tangent or whatever, you know? Yeah. That, that that's my I don't know that's the things I really like about, like when you're talking about like the exploration and the extra content and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. There's just something so rewarding about finding a collectible in a place that like. You were just goofing around trying to get to, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden there's like, oh hey, oh wow, there's a there's there's a moon here, or there's a shine sprite here, like oh cool okay yeah. you know. Um, so I guess that's all. All that is to say that I do love 3D Mario games, and I I expect now in my uh, while I still am a cynical asshole, I'm much less cynical and slightly less of an asshole than I used to be. Um, and I, I can I ex- vouch for that. <laughs> oh, I appreciate you've, that.
1: You you've been trending up in recent years, I'll say. Oh.
0: That. Yeah, things have been going okay. But uh I I expect that I'm going to like Galaxy a lot more than I'm expect than I than I would have originally thought. Yeah. Um, I, I think so. Just I I do really like 3D Mario games. I I mm-hmm. almost like the 3D Mario games more than the 2D Mario games. Although I don't know, you know, like the new Super Mario Bros series gets a lot of shit, mm-hmm. but they're all solid 2d platformers
1: oh i totally believe it yeah
0: okay i mean like the wii u deluxe or whatever is okay but like those ds games are great yeah um so you know
1: yeah i i'm i'm kind of with you i i would rather play through like all of mario odyssey or mario galaxy than all of super mario brothers 2 or something right um i actually think i I like to less than most people but that's another conversation oh yeah yeah um uh but like i i still have i have like a nostalgia element which is like definitely not a hot take for uh (laughs) you know those 2d those 2d mario games they they always take me back to uh uh you know after school with like you and jeremy and alex and zach and we'd uh we go to uh, uh, my mom's house, and we had that the the chill room. Remember, yeah, I it was remember the chill we, room. we 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 painted it red and black, and, the, we, and we had the like the
0: ceiling black.
1: Yep, God. and uh, we we had the little CRT TV, mm-hmm. and like someone's like Super Nintendo or NES or something like that, yeah. and we'd uh, we'd just play uh, Super Mario three over and over.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, we did a lot of that. See, yeah. when you talk about like the exploration and stuff, I think. When it comes... And this is the main reason why, when it comes to 2D Mario, my favorite 2D Mario game still is Super Mario World. Okay. And the main reason for that is that there are, let's see, 60-something levels and 97 exits. Oh, really? So, like, almost half the levels have secret... At least one secret exit, you know... And there's wow. all kinds of secret levels to find and all of this stuff. And you're allowed to go back and replay levels you've already played, so you can go and unlock mm-hmm. and find things. And I think that, yeah, I, I don't know. For, for me, that's that's really kind of where, like, the best Mario stuff comes from, is, is still being able to just... exploration and, and finding secrets. And I, like... I don't know if you remember, like, when you were a kid playing through, like, you know, Super Mario World or something, and all of a sudden you found a secret level somewhere, or maybe you found a secret mm-hmm. switch palace. And like, as a kid, you're like, Oh my God, I figured this out all by myself. I'm so <laughs> clever. I'm so smart, you know? And it's just a fun, I don't know. It's a fun experience. And like, that's the thing I'm really glad has, has moved forward in Mario that they've maintained that, that yeah. kind of level of like, cause you can almost play it in any way you want. Yeah. And, 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 and at any skill level, you can find a way to have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, God I god I need to find time to sit down and play Galaxy. <laughs> yeah, do it. I will. I will.
1: And read the expanse.
0: Yes. <laughs> and probably something else too. Oh yeah. So uh do you think we made a podcast?
1: I think we did. Uh right. let me just say let me just say one more thing about uh Shadow of the Colossus. Oh yeah. I do think I do think that you would enjoy this game because uh uh, li- like i said i i kind of compare it to zelda a-, yeah. a little bit in a small way it's like it's zelda with a lot of fat trimmed off sure. um and like more like realistic yeah uh, well yeah you know, right right yeah uh but it also it it has like the bosses where part of the boss battle is figuring out how to fight them yeah um cuz it's never just like like here's a big health bar Spam the the hit button right. until they're dead. It's right. like, uh, like the bosses are a part of the level. You know, yeah. you're you're this tiny little person, and then they're like these big like colossus, colossuses, colossi. I don't know. Um, big big boys. Yeah, and like the the idea will be like you, uh, like you, uh, uh, you like. There's one in the beginning where you. Uh, you shoot the underside of his feet and then he stumbles and he falls and then you can... Uh, the, he's got these little handholds on his body and then yeah. you uh, you you climb up and you grab onto his fur and you climb the fur and then you go to his head and there's a weak spot on his head and you stab the weak spot on his head. Okay, yeah. So it's... That's, uh, that's one of the earlier ones. They do get a little... They do get more complex well, as yeah. the game goes on but I oh, think yeah. it... Uh, uh, again, it's not it's not a zelda clone but i think it scratches a lot of those same itches that zelda does and i think for that reason you would probably enjoy it
0: i think when and if no i'm not gonna say if when i get my hands on a ps5 i think that's probably something i'm gonna check out because it does sound like something i would like
1: Yeah. yeah uh or or a PS four. Although at this point it's probably better to just get a PS five yeah. because it plays PS five and PS4 games. Well
0: that that was kinda of my thinking. You know, I could probably get a PS four yeah. for pretty cheap right now, but if mm. I'm gonna to want to play current gen games, I might as well just wait a little while till I have the money to get a PS five.
1: Yeah. Um but uh yeah. Yeah, I I definitely recommend it for you.
0: Cool, yeah. That'll that'll be one to add to my list.
1: Well, thank you everybody for listening to thing of the week with luke and nick you can find us every week on monday at noon central time on the podcast service of your choice thank you all for listening goodbye see ya